Welcome everyone to S1E1, the show where each week we watch the very first televised episode of a different sitcom and rate it just on what we learned from that episode alone, eliminating any knowledge we may or may not have about future episodes. This week we're going to be talking about The Big Show Show, which ran 10 episodes, one season on Netflix. And we're going to be talking about episode one, which was called Prototype, which debuted April 6th. 2020. So to start things off, I'm your host, Jay Gags. With me, as always, the guys, Joe, Ferg, Nick, and Gordo. What's going on, guys? The big show. Shrek, Hulk, Kool-Aid Man, Giant Potato. (laughs) All right, so... Terrible sitcom. So to start things off, (laughs) the big show show. (laughs) Guys, have any of you guys I love watched when there's an episode where there's something that we all can't stop doing? And this <laughs> is gonna be one where I think we're all just gonna keep going. World. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> all right, get it out of your systems so we can start talking. Guys, the big show show. Have any of you guys watched it up until you watched episode one for this show? I have seen well... it a few times. No, <laughs> no, wish I have not. You guys did not watch it. I watched, I watched it. I watched full. all of it. Yes. Yeah. When this came out, it was right when pandemic first started. You know, it was like April of 2020. So we were a couple weeks in and everybody had already watched Tiger King. And it was like, oh, what are we going to do now? So it was like a Friday night. We're like, well, we can watch all of the big show show. And we yeah, watched okay. it all and then waited a half a year or whatever. And then watched the Christmas special too. Yeah, I did the same. No, I watched that. Uh, I, I banged it out in two days. I didn't watch it all at once. I watched the first nine episodes, I think over two days. And then uh, in December, watched the Christmas episode, but I haven't revisited it. So it's been, uh, you know, a little over a year since I watched it. So yeah, so this show um, stars be WWE a fun one. superstar, The Big Show, who has a to come. And <laughs> the idea is that, you know, it's just his, him, his wife, and kids. When they first announced this show, I thought it was a reality show that was going to be about him and his actual family. But uh, scripted family sitcom is the way they went, and I don't. I, I like the idea on paper. Something tells yeah, me that a reality paper. show about the Big Show and his real family would just be a lot of naps. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this dude just sleeps a lot. <laughs> I want to say before we go into this episode, where I feel like we're gonna just fucking tear this show to shreds i like yeah. the big show and as advanced, a person I'm he a seems like a big fan really big show dude. don't come kill yeah me. i like him as a wrestler i like him as a person i want that out there in case he ever hears this <laughs> and i watched the whole show and i'm a big fan and if it went to a second season that would have been cool too please don't murder any of that us. was yeah. the only the only yeah that was about the show i every scene he's in I, I just couldn't help just be like, oh, he's trying. Like, he yeah. is really trying, yeah. you know? So I, I don't want to get too good ahead this. of to, with the specifics of the show because we're going to get into that. But, yeah, I mean, you know, we've talked about it in past episodes. All, all five of us are longtime wrestling fans. So I think anything that, you know, crosses genres, you know, we would definitely check out. Uh, the Big Show has mm-hmm. been wrestling for, what, about 30 years now, roughly, right? He's or been in it sleepily so. a long time. I'd say 25 yeah. or so, right? Yeah, about, right? about, yeah, about 25. The... He's had a pretty pretty long career. and um, yeah, he's been in every major era. Yeah, and yeah. Like however you feel about him as, as, a, as a wrestler and what they've done with him as far as um, booking goes, I think he's been a solid performer for a very long time. Um, I think he's been a, a victim of 
circumstance and positions he's been put on. But that is, uh, I guess, all stories for another day because we're going to just be focusing on like that time that Hulk Hogan fought him in a monster truck and then threw him off the roof of a building. (laughs) He's a victim of circumstance, but he also succeeded from circumstance, too. He wouldn't have gone far. He wasn't just a big ass dude. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, so, but um, he's charismatic. He's good in the show because he's got charisma. He is. He, he yeah. has a very charismatic. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I disagree. He could. No, I feel like if he just works on his acting chops, he could he could be a funny actor. Yeah. It's so, just you can see him struggling through learning how to act while he's acting. And I don't really get it, that. I don't think he's the issue of the show. I think it's I don't the either. Kids and, and that I, wife gonna, just like, show, oh, no, don't oh, get me wrong. He, what do you think? Show? I don't even. It's the writing. Yeah, I think so too. And again, I think we're getting very ahead of ourselves. We haven't even gone into the opening shot yet. So, you know, we'll discuss it as we go along. But I do think not not to get super far ahead. My biggest issue of the show is that they all call him show. Show, yeah. That drives me nuts. Well, not dad, not honey, not Paul. No, no. So, so he's he's a stepdad. No, no, he's the dad of kids. Is his stepdad? No, he's not. No, brothers and sisters. No, it's multiple his daughters, multiple wives. He all had the one same, daughter, all the same wives, dad. all the kids. Originally, Lola, and then you know, again, we're getting very ahead of ourselves. But he had one daughter with a previous woman, who was the one who's moving in, and then he had two daughters later with the woman he's now married to. Oh, I thought that, that they were stepdaughters, no, so that's why they would call them because they, they have different mothers. They're stepsisters. Yeah. Okay. All right. That makes more sense because I thought that they were just actors. calling them show, like you, or ha- would, you know, maybe half, a stepdad. Right? They'd be half sisters. Half sisters. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Half sorry. Sisters, yeah. Half sisters. They even say it in the episode at one point. Yeah. I'm going to live with my half sisters. But so yeah. So before we get too much more ahead, let, let's get right into the beginning of the show. Okay. Very, very first scene, we see uh, a plane flying uh, in the sky. And, um, you know, not to, I don't want to rip apart every little aspect of the show, but it was a very, very fake looking plane in the sky situation. And I was like, uh, they, I mean, you, there's got to be enough stock. Really gave me an idea of, of the budget. You got the quality of the show you were going to get from yeah. that point forward. And it was yeah. Bad yeah. To- All right. So from this point, we cut to the inside of the plane where we meet the uh, oldest <laughs> daughter, Lola, as we're to find out is the oldest daughter. And she's sitting next to an elderly woman on a plane, a very spacious plane, by the way, is probably the first thing I noticed. I was like, I don't think I've ever had that much room on a plane. Only in my one life. way to shoot. Can I just plane. say, I think she's got to be first. Probably class, the though. best, the big yeah. best actor on the show. Uh, like, yeah, she, she, she was talented. And that old lady she was talking to was really bad. I'm sorry. I don't know who she was. <laughs> yeah. but it reminded me she was the most talented person on the show. But it's like, yeah. it reminded me of like an all that skit from back in the show. <laughs> like, wow. I, mean, I thought the same cold fucking finger. thing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I really think cold. there was a point where, you know, <laughs> that, really cold. you know, from the, from the establishing shot with the exterior <laughs> of the plane and then to the interior of the plane being a little unrealistic as far <laughs> as how it looked that, that didn't really set you up for success right away. And it doesn't feel natural because they were in first from, class. Yeah, they for me, that'd be class. first class, right? The well, big like first ass flying his daughter from Minnesota to Florida. He's going to get her first class. That She's going to have a spacious plane ride. At least he's you a, can take that away, right? They're yeah, not poor. He's a, he's and a celebrity. Gonna, and... I really want to circle back to this soon. Uh, this first class purchase, but we'll get there. Okay. And at this point, she's making conversations with the older woman who starts us by mentioning how she went about naming her dog. I, I believe is the, the the opener, at least the first thing that they're talking about. And then it gets into the, oh, what are you doing flying into Tampa? 
And that's when she explains, well, my dad's recently retired. And, um, you know, so now I'm going to live with him. And she asked what he did. And it was like, oh, is he, uh, she says that he's an entertainer. She's like, oh, like Celine Dion, <laughs> which I, it's like, okay. I, I felt like for the old lady <laughs> telling the, the reference. Joke, yeah, yeah. I, feel, I feel like where they went with a super elderly woman that maybe you'd want to go with someone who is What's, popular, not in the 90s. The writing should have been, oh, like Frankie Valley. Yeah, something <laughs> like a little older. The joke should have been. Was that a real old lady or was that a, a young person in makeup? Because <laughs> no, it sounded, we, it's, you think no, they specialized pizza face from all that. No, but it, it sounded like a young person doing an old person impression. Like, no. Like Celine Dion. I haven't like, done. A, I haven't done any extensive homework on her, but I think they got a genuine uh, older lady. I don't think they did any heavy special effects makeup here. To, I hope she wasn't. I think it was out of the they apparently picked her up at the Celine Dion convention. <laughs> and this was uh, here. Here's a problem that I had, um, which makes with, sense because this show on. does act very much like the Titanic. <laughs> so, so what happens is when when she asks like oh an entertainer like uh celine dion you know they go right to the <laughs> clips of various wwe um oh you mean they go right to and then it just shows clips and i was like i really <clears throat> so it bothered me for a couple of reasons one i thought they should have just shot something themselves so everything like lined up and like looked the same because you could have just brought one of those cameras to a live event and had the just so it flowed right the film but, uh, stock was right additionally half the the clips they used were from before television went widescreen and they just like left it in the old uh standard television dimensions yeah it was like square. you have enough footage of them no HD. unfortunately i think they did no, that, that because it was uh the when he was most athletic like you no, can't do a 2018 version crazy. of big show like we went to hd television like over a decade ago you have plenty of footage of him in widescreen hd you can use and you use grainy footage from the late 90s that wasn't yeah, because even, that was spectacular vince mcmahon it's 100 no. vince he was like it was make him look he like was iconic shit like, we can give him clips make him look like wrestling. shit but no, you know because what you could that also was do? career highlights. That was career highlights of the big show. I mean, they had him in ECW. That's not a career. Yeah, highlight. Yeah, it's not a career highlight. There's yeah, nothing from WCW. Spectacular. There's he, no giant. That was him at Russell. They showed the big one of him wrestling at like WrestleMania. They yeah, showed... but you know what? They've had WrestleManias in HD that he's been in for years too. That they could. He didn't do up. shit in those. Doesn't he's in? He them. won the belt. Doesn't matter. Like, you just the one that they slam someone. Okay, yeah, we're over. We're over analyzing it, but it's a it's a five second cutaway that they're using clips of and. They just use we were 12 minutes clips. in and we're still yelling about the yeah. flame. And at the <laughs> very at the very least, <laughs> what they could have did they could have cropped the video into at least that aspect. Like it's just a nitpicky thing, but like you know what, Jay, make no your reason. own big show show then. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll keep that in mind. I just think again, when you have the budget <laughs> means to the put Jay show, <laughs> it's like that is that's extremely lazy and sloppy, and that bothered me above and beyond like all the bigger things that we'll probably get into like just right off the bat that rubbed me the wrong way because i just didn't like the approach it's an but, issue with netflix where they mm -hmm. will put so much time and so much money into being like this is a compelling 45 minutes about a guy waving a flag around trucks on an ice road you know like and you're watching it and it's so well done mm -hmm. and you're compelled to see what's going on next and then the second they try to do a sitcom like if you go back in our archives and listen to us do Country Comfort, which is maybe the worst television show I've ever seen in my entire life, 
They Until just seem this. to put so little effort into these. It's that's what I'm saying. When we talked about country yeah. comfort, there's no incentive to be good. They buy a season at a time. Yeah, right. No, talk about I think before. The, the ranch is, is yeah. good, man. I, the, I, I talk a lot of shit about it. It starts terrible, but the ranch they got right by the end. Do you think they would have learned but, by that? No, the ranch does have some good stuff. The thing is, and we again, if you've listened uh, back uh, to our country comfort episode, um, we talk about this and it's the same logic applies. And, and Nick just touched on it. The way Netflix formats a show is just different than other standard networks because they buy a show on concept and then they create the entire season. And there's not a lot of room for moving around. Do um, you think this was already made by like, like WWE productions already made it and then sold it to Netflix? Or do you think like, Netflix um, contacted I, WWE I don't know necessarily. I actually think this would have been worse as a WWE production. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, they can't do that possible. Legends yeah. House was so bad. It, I'll say this just based on what we saw, it ah, felt a so, lot like other Netflix shows. So I would venture to guess that the, it was standard Netflix. Uh, it, this was actually one of the production companies was WWE. Studios. Oh, for sure. Well, obviously their names are. They're going to be a. Pro, they're going to yeah. be producers. So on yeah, just it, from but we're talking fact, about the order which it was made. <laughs> Just the fact that it was uh, they were able to use footage, they they were going to wedge their name in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, oh, okay. they, they were yeah, licensing their own talent. Yeah. Like anytime I, I, I a WWE superstar is involved, they usually get a producer credit. It's it's not a big deal. You're just putting your name on something. But who at Netflix said, you know what the world wants? A sitcom about the big show. Like, And I'm so glad they the did. interesting wrestlers in the world. Why did they pick him? I don't well, know. Availability. Just, just really I, love it. I like this. Like, oh, it's funny because he's big. Like, no, I don't have a problem with it being the big show. I think yeah, all the, I don't all the I don't real either. problems were execution. I don't have a problem. with It's just a strange of all the well-known crazy wrestlers. Why did they choose him is what I'm well, getting you, at. A problem who, okay, so think of some other versions of this show that'd be fun, like the Rey Mysterio show. <laughs> like, what would yeah. you be doing? You know, he's like in the mask. That's on El Rey. Like, he's just Wilson the whole time hiding his face. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, I think it's a combination of um, him retiring right around at that time and him being a big enough name and having yeah. enough recognition where Netflix can kind of hang their hat on a celebrity like oh, they shit hogan's racist uh, who, who's to... that big show <laughs> well, well i mean think... you know i mean how much do you think they realistically paid him compared to a rock or so, compared well, to a stone so here's the thing you think foley would have been more more interesting no no no, no mick no. foley show was bad they gave foley a, a reality and that's the thing you have to you got to consider a bunch of things and this is we're not you're Chris pretending that show. like the big show, from what I understand, has been pitching to have a show or do something for a long time. Okay, Netflix that, that explains a lot. I don't think Netflix called WWE and said, Vince, we desperately need a wrestler to fill the role of this show. I think the pitch was, this is the big show. We want to base the show around him. It wasn't okay. that it could be any wrestler. <clears throat> So that Kendall think- Giant who has kids is a good premise for a show. So here's yeah. the thing, Giant too. Gonzalez show. You have to, I think you really have to consider the demographic of both of wrestling, right? It's not us. We're not the target demographic. It's the preteens and young teens who are most interested in it. And if they could pitch, if you could pitch it to Netflix, that that was who you were going to grab in this, then that, then yeah, the substance doesn't really matter. But no, let's move on a bit because 
we're going to get into a lot more stuff. Yeah, let's left. get off this plane. Yeah, we're still on the plane. <laughs> so, so we're taking yeah, a long way to clean. Minutes, everybody. Right. So yeah. So as we conclude this plane ride, really the last thing that happens, they cut back to her after the clip show of um, all the old footage of the big show wrestling from 20 years ago and standard television resolution was just uh, Lola going, yeah, like Celine Dion. And now we're going to cut right to the first time we actually see the big show. And it's him and the youngest daughter. Uh, again, I do this a lot. I'm just going to say the character's name sometimes because you're not always introduced to them right away. So the youngest daughter is JJ. So it's um, big show, big show and JJ. And he's uh, braiding her hair and doing a, a very terrible job. <laughs> I got to say, I don't like the shit on child actors because they're trying. And, you know, she is probably the worst child actor I've ever heard. Like, no, she there was no, at least every four worst child actors in Country Comfort. She, no, they. <laughs> yes. she she makes them look talented. Like, I disagree. No, I, think, I, disagree. I disagree on this one. I disagree. No. Yeah, I don't no. think she. If she started singing everybody, watch it song, again. She screams every line. She doesn't say them. She screams them all. Yeah, well, I'm gonna watch doesn't. it again, Ferg. Right. Do well, it. listen. Um, we're, we're gonna get into. Th- there is a lot with her, and and I have some points that I'm gonna bring up later as we go along too. But yeah, I think um. There was a hope in this show. Again, me speculating from watching, but I think there was a hope that she was going to be a breakout character. They gave her a lot of last lines in the scene. They gave her a mm-hmm. lot of the jokes, mm-hmm. and they thought she was going to be this like budding star that came out of this show. That's my my belief of what they thought of her. And I think they Would forced her off be in. the little show show. Yeah, so I think they forced her in a lot of the episode where it wasn't natural in hopes that she would become a bigger thing. And I just, but because of that, maybe set her up to fail and set the show up to fail. Well, I mean, also to be fair, this is season one, episode one. Right. And because we don't know we how the, the series progresses. She very well could. Right. But if we look at this episode alone, there's a lot of examples and we'll get onto them as we go along with the story, mm. but he's, um he's braiding her hair and, you know, there's this moment where, you know, she doesn't like how it goes. And he's telling her like, well, I used to braid McFoley's hair all the time and he used to love it. And that was like the, you know, it didn't take Cringe. very long. Right. Like he was in Cringe. there for two seconds and they threw in like the, like a goofy ref uh, reference for wrestling. But again, I mean, this kind of goes back a little bit to what Nick was talking about earlier with the target demographic and stuff. And they're doing this very light comedy for it, the way the show was shot felt like a Disney program. It felt like Disney programming or old Nickelodeon programming in it, where it was very much made for a younger audience. It's not really adult um, level of like joke telling oriented. Yeah. Yeah. Watch, watch that. So Raven, it's the same type of writing. Exactly. So it has this very Disney feel, but good point. Yeah. But when you're doing mention that it earlier, but we are not the target demographic for this show. Right. So like, but we're not the audience. The show, we're shitting on this because, because this show is not for a bunch of 30-year-old exactly. disgruntled guys. Like but, this is not who this is for. But now we're referencing all wrestlers from the 90s, and like those kids aren't gonna get those jokes either. So are they are they maybe just sneaking a few in so we have a few jokes to hang our hat on? Yeah, I mean dad's watching. I think it's the kid? parent joke, right? Where they make the funny joke in the cartoon for the parents yeah. to get. The show is yeah, for the kids, but the is. hope is that the parent at least enjoys it while they're watching it, maybe is the approach that they were taking. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I thought that joke was a little like and it was like the delivery that didn't really do it I for me. I think that too. was probably because, as we know, Mick Foley's on the show later down the line, but we won't get into that. But I yeah. think they were just trying to set up 
this character who's actually a real person. I don't I don't really I just think it was they were looking for a goofy wrestling joke to pump in right away and whoever necessarily would have plugged but the other thing that I don't want to take this show seriously enough to not break our format but there's an episode later on where they're like let's get more wrestlers in and they get mark henry and mick Foley. i was gonna so say like, i'd be so surprised if no henry little kid is gonna be episode, like oh right? look it's mark henry and mick Foley. Yeah. like little kids aren't gonna know them <laughs> so so let's not get too off format but you know the other thing about that joke that didn't really that didn't sit right with me and we talked about the big show's acting abilities which i do think a lot of it was on the writing and a lot of it could have been on the direct the direction that he was given but he told that joke about McFoley and then looked off and like looked up and smiled. And it was like a pause for the joke to breathe and get a laugh. And like, he didn't deliver it. Right. Cause it like, wasn't coming. he's telling you, yeah, he's telling you, okay, now you laugh. You're like, so when you just tell the joke and then just stop and there's like nothing going on, like you're just waiting for laughter and it wasn't funny enough to, to earn the laughter. I think if you deliver that, you know, a little bit more matter of fact, and while she's complaining, she's like, well, Mick Foley used to like it when he did it and just kind of kept going about it. It would have been like a nice little under, you know, tone joke, but it was meant to get this big burst that wasn't going to come from it. Uh, right after that, and the wife didn't walks work. in. No, nothing, wor- the- nothing works on this. Yeah. And then Mick Foley told him to go to hell in a cell. <laughs> wife walks in and uh, right off the bat, how's my big show and my little show? <laughs> uh, Wedging little- it in. Also, does anybody remember a- who who did this girl poke out for is you for you wow jesus christ who did, <laughs> who did, who did this who did, nick poke to this girl yeah. who did this girl stand out what is happening to me what did other show did this girl stand out from the little kid or the wife the wife she was in something else you're saying oh yeah, identify yeah, yeah. From- a, a, a reoccurring character on a very popular show that we've done yep oh. friends no Oh, that's a guy. That she was show. Fez's crazy girlfriend on that 70s show. Big Ronda. Oh, wow. Yeah. <clears throat> no, not Big Ronda. I don't remember. Crazy she was girl. the one who was I like, forgot about Big Ronda. It, it was crazy because she was really pretty. And they were like, damn, Fez. Like, and then they found out that she is like out of her mind. And I think tried to kill uh, him at one point. That, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. I don't. I, I mean, I, I'm not going to say I'm a diehard that 70s guy. I watched a lot Big of it. Ronda would have fit better. But yeah, so she comes in and you know it's been- <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry to anyone who made it this far and is just like please stop doing it. This but one's it's gonna it's gonna I'm come sorry. up. I apologize like, for nothing. Need to go beat to beat, or should this just be an hour? I was just gonna say that. Do we like, really need to hell, flow through this show? No, like I think you need it. to get through the show because we, we gotta analyze what it is. You can't just talk why you do do and don't like something without getting into why you All do right, and don't get like into something. it. Um, so I keep trying to well uh, in this moment we find out the wife starts telling Big Show why um, she just got banned from a Starbucks because she was going on a jog and couldn't um, she was trying to jog through the drive-thru to get food and got into like a, an argument with the manager and the, the Big Show's only response to it was to just be Ophi dumb dad and he's like oh they always hook me up with day old cake pops it's like, shouldn't you be a little upset that your wife just caused a giant scene to the point where she just got banned from Starbucks? Like, it's like that's the only thing that goes through your mind is that I don't get a line like now we're gonna be on TMZ again. Yeah, it should be like just a little bit more way. Like, I get it's a it's a upbeat show, but that's like actually like a big deal that you just got banned from the local Starbucks and the whole family can't go anymore. 
to be fair, here's the other deal Starbucks and places like that give their day old food to homeless shelters. So the big show <laughs> is ostensibly going and saying, Fuck the homeless people, I want cake pops, even well, though I'm a millionaire. The cake pops. A bunch of homeless people at the shelter being like, man, I could go for some sweets right now. And the big show is just sitting there eating his cake. Pops. He took them away from He's them. just punching homeless people. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's, and this is when, uh, you know, he finds out, well, or is told, well, you're not going to be able to go there anymore unless you wear a disguise. That's when he stands up and you really re- get the full grasp of how big he really is. And he's like, what am I going to, you know, disguise myself as? And, the daughter's like Shrek, the Kool-Aid man, like gives all these options of big ogreous type. Uh, you know what I thought about during this scene, too, was if this show for some reason lasts a while, uh, the wife is going to have permanent neck injury because she has to look straight up to have yeah. a dialogue with him. It's crazy. Taco neck. Yeah. Yeah. So we also find out at this point, the wife can't go with him to the airport to pick up Lola, which he's upset about because he's really like looking forward to this moment. His daughter's coming to live with them for the first time. And he really wants everything to be perfect while she's coming to like console him and explain that it's going to be fine. Regardless, she climbs up the chair, which I actually thought that was kind of funny to like, kind of get on level with them. Cause she just mm-hmm. walks up the chair to be face to face with him. And that was a, uh, I don't know, a, a cute moment. If we're going to give any highlights that, that I thought was pretty good. They should have had it so that she's also banned from the airport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then um, the Starbucks thing, like makes sense. Like, so oh yeah about. like oh i can't go to the airport with you i'm banned from the star yeah it could be something <laughs> yeah he's like please you give me day old airplanes yeah and, and instead she wants to <laughs> she wants <laughs> instead she wants to sell a haunted house which big show confirms was proven yeah so she uh, she's uh you know she does real estate and she just kind of got like the listing for this house that's regarded as haunted and in her mind, it's if I can sell this house, then it's going to mean a lot for me because, you know, it's seen as a kind of impossible territory to get rid of this one. And that's, you know, she I guess the goal is if if I sell the house, my face goes on a bench. And the big show tells her that I've been on a bench before. All it is is, you know, butts all day long. ADB all day butts. And then <laughs> it was at this point, I almost shut it off because you missed with a butt joke on me. If Nick mm-hmm. can't laugh at a butt joke, yeah. then yeah, yeah, you've you've hit you've hit one down the wrong line. Yeah, something's also, not landing. We watch a lot of sitcoms. Is I'm a real. This is no knock on real estate agents. It's an important job. People need to live in places, but that's like the go-to sitcom job. Somebody's always a real estate agent, or halfway through a sitcom where they have to give somebody a new story arc. Five seasons in, they're like, uh, they're taking their real estate license exam. Like that's it's a reason to not to. be at an office every day. It's also a storytelling yeah. thing where you can meet other people that come in, like like celebrities and stuff. I'm buying this house, and then you bring someone else in. Like, sure, it's just it's so overdone. I and feel I like feel... yeah, there's probably not a lot of thought that went into it. To be completely honest, they probably just no like a pick a jo- yeah, it's probably just a pick a job <laughs> situation, and and that's kind of what they landed on. Which is funny because in theory, she doesn't need to work either, right? He was a right. successful, very, he was a veteran and still, you know, that's why she's a real estate agent because they're <laughs> valid, seriously yeah. their, their livelihood does not depend on her selling houses. They're set. So if she sells just houses, something for her it's for to do. personal, exactly. It's for yeah. personal satisfaction. Well, this goes right back and to they have a 
not of our mentioned early a very nice regular house in Florida. This is what I wanted expensive. to get back to later. If, if Jay can get to the part uh, where we're where they're discussing the bedrooms. Believe me, I'm trying. But, uh, no, but, but to ass. go back, no, this is no different than when you go back to when we did the um, I think it was our third episode was home improvement. It's the same exact thing. Jill doesn't need to work because Tim has a successful job. She wants to work and she wants to be successful at what she does. And and this is pretty much parallel to that. It's pretty much the same exact situation. Yeah, but this. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. But then uh, yeah, JJ wants to go to the airport because she's really excited at this idea of having her big sister and finally getting a big sister and then enters Jan Brady. I'm sorry, uh, Mandy, who is the now the middle child because the bigger sister is coming in. Because with this family Man. now and his cu- current wife, he has two children. And now the oldest sister from a prior is coming in. So now she's going from big sister of the house to middle child. And she says that this is going to give her a case of MSS, which is middle sister syndrome. Big missed opportunity because uh. they could have just used the word. They could use the word sibling instead. That would have also worked and worked on both ways. Uh, Joe is the resident middle child uh, on our panel. Is um, middle sibling syndrome? Is that a thing? No, no. You just ease into being sort of left alone. Yeah. <laughs> they care more about the other two. Joe's not the person I ask because he's group. not a normal human. Well, maybe that's why. Maybe, maybe the maybe <laughs> what does the, that mean? Maybe the middle maybe the middle child syndrome that know, he developed is why he lashes out with the with the punk rock and all the and all the wacky stuff. Joe would always just kill the power to the house and go, has anybody got a flashlight? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, it's the flashlight! <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, so to cheer her up in the situation, the Big Show wants to play Doctor, which I thought was, um, she was maybe a little old for that to be the resolve. And it's this family game where they're all role-playing and JJ, the youngest child, just sits on her father's shoulders and acts like a monster-craving psycho monster. I thought and, this was the funniest thing. In no, this, this, this made no sense to me. Did. No, and no, I just, I, it made me laugh and go, what the fuck is this? But well, That was the thing. It was like, this seems like something that if JJ was upset, you would do for her so she could have fun and, and be like, I want candy and be a monster. Why is this the thing that makes Mandy happy when she's upset? Like, I, I was very, very confused by that. Like, Ron, it's giant JJ. Yeah. It's like, what is happening right now? I said the same thing, but I, I, I would be lying if I, if I said I wasn't laughing out loud at that. I was, I don't know. I was it's very like confused. it was written by Vince McMahon. That's <laughs> like, probably why I was laughing humor, out loud. Like... Which is Gordon's sense of humor, yes. Yeah, so Which it is, works, yeah, tracks it's... perfect. Was gonna the, say. Only, the only thing that was missing would be like her like farting on him. Like, Ugh. <laughs> so I mean, we, we I mean the that didn't to happen like in the this... episode. You said it, and Gordo belly laughed. They're trying to establish this like family dynamic between everybody, and like you know what the every goes on in their house in their everyday life. But I don't know. I just that was that was all very weird and whatever but that was the last scene until we got to the title screen there was no full-on intro it was just the title screen uh just says the big show show and that was it we then cut to some shots of tampa real quick to establish where we are again and then gets back to uh the house where the parents are discussing that they want to break the news to mandy that she's going to have to move in with jj and they're both afraid to do that that bothered um, me too. Just yeah, me too. Grab her and throw it. Like, well, yeah, I mean, it was like, you know, they're just, 
they're trying to create conflict for the episode, but I I, I kind of see like it's you don't want to break the news. It's obviously unfortunate news. It's also something that you would establish before the day she's flying in, because yeah. ideally you'd be setting up these rooms so it's yeah, ready it's, for. It's her just so fucked Was she up. supposed to move yeah. into her already like furnished like this girl already furnished her room? Yeah, she's it was like there was, just no, stuff, there was like, no thought behind it. Like I it think just, it's it super sense. shitty. That's like super shitty to do. And why does he not have another bedroom or a basement or a furnished attic? There's no reason he has money to buy a bigger house and a good in a, a good fucking sitcom, three that bedroom. Been the solution but in yeah. Florida too, where <laughs> houses are like forty dollars. Like it, it doesn't make any sense to me that there was it was a forced plot device that made no sense whatsoever. Because yeah, it looks like those bedrooms are already kind of the attic level, right? There was like nowhere to go up and Florida. Most, most Florida, Florida houses are basements, right? No, they don't have basements. I was going to say about that house, too, because I have a problem with that house in a different scenario that we'll get to later on. I was going to say, though, as as a person that lived in Florida, very few two-floor houses. Very few. They're all mostly ranch houses, unless you have a lot of money. Then you have a a second floor, which he should. He he falls in that category. You don't need a lot of money in Florida. The housing market is super cheap in Florida. And sure. they do talk to Mandy and tell her, and he tries to deliver the news. They're both afraid to tell her, and you know, she like just silent treatment. Yeah, she just like gives that. a really like, angry stare the entire time, doesn't say a word, and he just keeps re-delivering the news, but tries to go easier about it each time. And then, basically, that just ends. She walks off, and he's he's so shook by the moment of his young daughter just staring at him that he needed to be consoled by his wife with a hug. It's are they trying to do the whole like? elephant being afraid of a mouse like yeah i mean i think that's kind of what's going on yeah they're trying to give him a lot of layers to be like he's this giant man but he's you know easily scared by his daughter and yeah (laughs) uh cuts to the big show in the car uh where jj snuck in the back um because these you know she established early her desire to pick up lola and um and also because it's the most generic thing you could do in a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> is your kid hiding in the back of the car unsuspecting? Uh, under all these balloons. The yeah. amount the of thing school I noticed is... skipping in that show. <laughs> and um, why is the car so small? Again, like he's a giant man. Like I know most cars are going to look small when he's in it, but like that was not a large car at all. Like, why didn't he have this like gigantic, like, you know, three tier SUV? Thank you. I just gotta say, Ferg, it's like a Simpsons joke. It's like, <laughs> he finds like a clown car the sides of my automobile. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's gotta drive an automobile. Like, he should be in like a navigator or some giant SUV. Like an Escalade. That he can, like, spread out in. Escalade, yeah. something. Yeah. He has the money and he's humongous. He's not gonna be driving in a Pinto. And also the only reason he doesn't get mad at JJ for like sneaking in the car when she's supposed to be at school is because she brought a confetti cannon. And like to him, he's don't so get that like, either. It's like, he's so like, Ooh, a confetti cannon. So like now all is forgiven. Like it's okay that your daughter's skipping school because you get to see confetti. So from this point we get to, <laughs> well, I mean, if you're going to be excited about something, confetti is a thing, I guess. But um, so now we finally get to the front of the uh, airport where a police officer recognizes him as that wrestler guy. And then he's like, John Cena. And then, um, you know, his response is, do I look like I wake up twice a night to moisturize? Which is like, I felt like was an inside joke between the two of them that he snuck in the show. Because it was like, I think for all the John Cena jokes, you go to John. <laughs> like he could have easily been like, 
if I was John Cena, how do you see me? Like, you know, something. Yeah, that, little... that would have been the joke I would go for if it wasn't something weird. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, a, that's, that's a also where, uh... like everybody, everybody on the internet, even if you're not a wrestling fan, you know the oh, you can't see me joke. Exactly. Like, like for for right, a show that's cereal like, boxes tells and... very simple jokes. They miss the most obvious opportunity for like a really easy John Cena joke. Everyone would actually understand. That's all. Also, too, the, the big show goes, I do anything for the police. Right. Well, so, yeah, because that's mm-hmm. after the daughter, like, announces who he is. And I, I do uh, appreciate, though, that's the only other wrestling, like, reference they really make. I the think show, they toned it down at that one. point. So I appreciate that they don't jam it down your throat. If I give, if I give them any I, credit. I want to like, say The Undertaker gets mentioned later on. And that was the only other one I can think he, of. I may have missed that one, man. But, I don't remember um, that. I think it was but they were about digging them themselves doing... a grave the whole time, so I guess that makes sense. <laughs> but, but then, um, yeah, she uh, after she explains to the cop who he actually is, uh, asks for an autograph. Uh, the cop asks for an autograph, and that's when, um, you know, he goes, "Well, yeah, I do anything for the police," as you said earlier. And the cop goes, "Anything?" So, like, you know, something goofy's coming up soon. But fired. also, like, this guy would be immediately fired. He's his gun is like two seconds from the big show's hand as he cradles him like a baby. Somebody. The people are taking pictures. That guy would be kicked off the force immediately and rightfully and also, so. How do you how do you claim to be a big fan after just identifying him as the wrong yeah. person to begin with? You can't say you're a big fan after that. You didn't know who he was. True, true. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, so but the, but this enters Lola exiting the airport, still talking to this older woman, and she explains a little bit more about what's going on. Her mom got a job in Belgium, which is why she has to move. You know, is either move to Belgium or move with dad in Florida, and she was excited about the weather. And she also she made, made the wrong known. choice, by the way. Would you choose Belgium or Florida, Gordon? Florida. Belgium. Okay, I mean, Gordo. life's comp- Belgium. Like- I mean, there's a very real possibility Belgium could be in the yeah, future Gordo, you're for me. Like a European traveler, Ferg, it makes sense that you'd say Florida. <laughs> I mean, if I were, if I were the Florida, old, I bet Belgium is beautiful. Belgium is beautiful. Um, oh, you got fat from all the chocolate. <laughs> I would. I would. <laughs> don't chase me. I got the belly full of chocolate. <laughs> Um, no, I'd probably choose Belgium in my younger days and then Florida in my older days because I don't want to I don't want to be cold. I get cold easily. Not a lot well, of she meat explains, these you know, she's giving you a lot about what's going to come up in this episode. Right. She t- and it's too obvious because she's like, well, I really like the weather. And then on top of it, she goes, and I'm really excited to see my new room and to be in the, in the girls hockey team. And you're like, are you a little old for like the one thing you're excited about is like seeing your new room or like. Like I'm getting my own room. Like, why is that the the one thing that comes to mind by moving to Florida? I assume you had your own room before you. I was gonna say that would only mom. make sense if she had to bunk up with a sister in the other place or something. Right, and it looks like she's that. yeah. It looks like it's just her and mom, right? So you had your own room. Why is this like the cool thing about moving to Florida is finally having your own room? Like, the she's like fifteen. Things, she should be like excited about say, boys like, and stuff. She should yeah. be like, I'm excited. For for a mulleted El Camino drive in Florida rat. Yeah. Like she shouldn't be worried about like what bedroom Can she's sleeping in. you stop insulting Florida people? So yeah, in general, it was just kind of weird that she would bring up things like the room and uh, the hockey team because like she put such an emphasis on it that you kind of knew it was going to create conflict down the line. But uh, as she's explaining all this is when she sees her father with the cop now holding him like a baby for a photo opportunity. <laughs> and like... This was where the cop's mind went when he was anything. told he would do anything for him. Yeah, that's the number one thing he wanted was to be held like a baby. I'll say this. I hate myself, but that made me laugh for the first it, time. It got me a little show, bit, yeah. So. It got me. 
And well, that said, if that, you have an option, if the big show asked if I could, if you want me to pick him up like a baby and swing him around in public, I, you'd, you wouldn't say no. You'd be like, yes, please do this. It'd be funny. It'd I be mean, fun if he do. offered it, sure. But I don't know if, if I met him and could ask him anything. Oh, I wouldn't ask him. Thing I would ask for, yeah. Oh, he did ask him, though. That's the thing. Like That was his, his request when he said he'd do anything. And then also in this moment is when JJ shoots off that confetti cannon that she snuck in and just everybody around was super mesmerized by it. The cop, the big show, Lola, the <laughs> like old one. Three woman. streamers came out too. It was like, did, it wasn't even like, wasn't a very strong yeah. cannon. Like, yeah, like also, this that's was an like explosion at the airport. No one like reacted. <laughs> that's like, that's yeah, someone running to a, an airport yeah. fucking terminal just going boom. <laughs> yeah, it's just getting... but this... <clears throat> This confetti cannon apparently is the joy of everybody's life. Everyone's just having uh, an amazing time because of it. Uh, they arrive home and apparently they lost her bags. So there's already problems as soon as she gets here. She, and then her way of getting past the fact that her stuff's gone is, you know, at least I'm going to get to see my new room, which again, they're like, they were really driving home her being super excited about the room. So I don't understand. I don't understand why a girl her age would be so fixated on this. Why this is the only thing she's looking forward to upon moving to a new state. But that's when we find out that Mandy's protesting with a sit-in, and she's also going to be live streaming it. And then the Big Show asks if he can stay, if she can stay with JJ until this all gets worked out. Apparently, like we're going to sort this out. You'll get the room, but can you stay with JJ until then? You know why this bothered me is. I don't know why a like what 12 year old in 2021 should know what a sit in is. Uh, I mean, yeah. kids are exposed they, to a lot more these days. And in, in general, the she's got like an RBG. They explain the that too. Yeah. They're trying to paint it into like, without doing too much work to say that she's like political and activist. Right. They right. also explain that later on in the episode when Big Show is talking to the teacher and she says, well, we like to make. Yeah, well, yeah let, we'll get into that because that, we'll that's a whole other that. bunch indoctr- of stuff too. Indoctrinating your children. Like. But yeah, it's just, you know, and just the fact that, you know, when you're playing like these roles and like you're like, you know, the dad lets the kids, you know, run all over the house. Like the mom should probably be a little bit more grounded and, and be the counter to him being the light, yeah. easy dad. And maybe really worse mad. than him. Like I, I, I vocally said, just like be a parent, like by yeah. myself. <laughs> and that's the thing it's like you know if you want him to play that role like there needed to be that balance and she's worse than him she does nothing at no point at any time in this episode does she come off as the mother of these children at all she does nothing slightly parental yeah that's why i thought she was a stepmother yeah so like, like seriously i thought that's why she was i mean a she was she does know that vibe now that you mention it yeah that's why he couldn't really that's why he was afraid to go tell her i mean and that's where i got the the vibe right. because yeah, if you were a stepfather you wouldn't want to really go in and be a forceful authoritarian to your spouse's children it's right I, I they are your children but Without, yeah it, which makes yeah. sense you know further like if, if there's a conflict with her and lola for sure but yeah i'm under the impression the other two are supposed to be her daughters yeah, yeah. They, they were and then jj and we, apparently we touch on the fact that they lost a bag that's part of the whole scenario with her too right right, right. And i brought bags. that up yeah so yeah the, you, okay yeah because she lost the bag and the only saving grace was at least she gets her own room so it was like what but um, mm. yeah, and apparently JJ is someone who sleep walks, she sleep talks, she sleep eats, and sometimes she sleep pees. Is that what they said? She also pees. Yeah. Yeah. Find out she it. sleep sings. Yep. Because and, then um, she has to the the middle daughter has to sleep on the top bunk so she can get sleep peed on. 
Yeah. That was actually another clever joke, too, though. Like, the, later on when she's sleep singing and it's like an Italian song, she yeah. goes, I don't even know Italian. That made me laugh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, the, yeah, that the was show has funny. its moments at times, for sure. Um, so then we see a cutaway, and this felt extremely Disney show to me. Because now Lola's texting with her mom and they're doing the thing where the texts are popping up on the screen so you can I read it. I hate that so I don't much. like that either. I really don't like it. And I understand in like today's world, texting's a lot bigger than phone calls. So if you're trying to make a show that's more modern and doesn't feel as dated, it makes more sense to text and it doesn't translate the same as a phone call. Oh, I like that. I, I like that. <laughs> you like that? I did. I thought that that, that made the, without having to bring up another screen like that got the point forward that she was texting her mother right, like though that's very disney it's a very disney I, device i, I and, swear i've seen it in disney like six yeah i mean i'm and sure it is it, but right? i'm just saying that as a plot device it works because it drives the point home i get it i get it and, it and it works my only thing is and i can't even say i can think of a better way to demonstrate texting than doing that but for this case just have her talk to her on the phone sneak off and just do the one-way conversation, like no, mom, I'm not really having a also, great time. But what that's I don't not like what about happens it is, nowadays. Like, yeah. The the mother sent her to, to live with the dad and stuff. She's definitely worried her kid, like she's leaving her kid. You you would think that the daughter would know that and like act like she's having a good time just in the early days, like not tell her how miserable she is. She's like, yeah, but, oh, this sucks. I'll talk to you later. And like age, you're necessarily even thinking of the big picture right you're you're in your own world you're only kind of really worried about your own problems at that point so i mean who's to say i can't get in the mind of her that is, i can't even get it remember my own headspace at that time to say what i would have said and then she finally you walks nothing you didn't me. have a cell phone because you didn't have no, cell phones to text that, at, how, well, how old is how old is at 15 Lola? right around that right around then's when we got it like i want to say i, like, I had a phone at 15 right around 15 yeah, early Nokia. sophomore sophomore year i think i got my first one so i was right around that age yeah but they were like the, the clam phones that you had well to, yeah i mean technology we, the, we can't argue yeah. that technology's changed from since you but know people now 35 years old yeah but people nowadays they don't like to talk on the phone they text so that's right i'm just that's, saying for a television device maybe there are ways around it but regardless nowadays it, Texting at this point, uh, this is when Lola walks into what's going to be a temporary new room, at least with JJ, which is called the JJ Dome, where she's <laughs> greeted with like a foghorn, lights, uh, like a portable karaoke machine. The foghorn uh, thing makes me so mad because it's doing the radio horn. Yeah, like yep. beep, 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 beep. And yeah, they do it a few different times for the episode. And it's so obviously <laughs> an added sound effect. Didn't post. It's so yeah. not happening. They in could the have show. gave her instead of giving her that. They could have gave her like a little keyboard. She could have just hit the button on on like a keyboard or something instead. Right. That would have worked as well. Instead, it's just the most obviously edited in sound. Which yeah. I wish I wanted. I just want to see like the raw footage of them trying to do that, and she'd be like, "Now, Big Show, when she presses this button, pretend you hear beep 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 beep." Yeah. Okay. All right. And uh, I'll say like for all these cheesy lines, for some reason, uh, I thought it was really funny when she told her that like me casa es su casa, except me, me Legos, me Legos are not Sue Legos. It was a really dumb line, but that one caught me for, I don't know why. Kids doesn't matter. Generationally kids love Legos. It's true. I never yep. liked Legos. I'm an exception there, but. And I don't know every, if you guys looked around. Do, but... But like there were a few things. There was the obvious like Big Show SmackDown poster when you first got yeah. in. But yeah, but there was a couple other little things too. Yeah, there was also like I caught like a Becky Lynch uh, figure that was like uh, on a shelf, and there's like a couple little wrestling toys, like enough, like enough that 
she loves her dad and what he does, but isn't obsessed with wrestling. So uh, that was fun. normally I would have went back and looked for all that kind of stuff on like my second view through, but I could not watch this a second yeah. time. You could uh, second one in. And this is when the, the big show walks in. He's like, you know, how's it going in the JJ dome? So he's very on board with this concept of the JJ dome, which is her he knows uh, the dome. hours club. Yeah. And he has a talk with L- Lola kind of acknowledging that it's been a shaky start and, you know, tomorrow's a new day at the new school. And, you know, at least you're going to get the start in the girls hockey team. And then again, I'm like, all right, so we know how things went with the room and now they're mentioning the hockey team over and over. So, you know, I'm I'm not playing the benefit of the fact that I've seen the whole episode at this point. Am I the only one who realized it was going to be an issue with the girls hockey team? Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. That was foreshadowing. I I thought it was going to be a different issue, but. Yeah, I, I I didn't necessarily think the issue at hand yeah. was going to be what it was, but yeah, that's you know you knew something was going to go wrong. It's very Mighty Ducks too, right? She's from Minnesota. She's a teenager who plays hockey. Yeah, you were a great hockey player, Gordon. <laughs> oh, Hans. And then uh, after that, so we you know we get to the next day, which is you know her first day at school, and we see what must have been after school was over because the big shows they're talking to. He's probably picking them up, and he's just talking to Mandy's teacher. And it was like, oh, thanks for like excusing the absence because of the sit-in. And the teacher, Gordo, you referenced it earlier, right? And it's how she encourages them to take the day off. And additionally, encourage other students to stay home to watch it on live stream. Yeah, like like, you fired. You could have watched that on your phone and you could have projected that onto the, the screen if that was so important. I don't care how progressive this school is or how this teacher is. If I had a student... Like if I had a, if I had a, like a child who was told by their teacher to not go to school so they could stay home and watch Mm -hmm. another student sit in their room all day on their phone, I'd be like, are you out of your mind? Like, what is wrong with you? Like, I understand there's a sitcom, but the fact that like the teacher was on board and then they took it to that extreme was too unrealistic to follow. It was just too absurd for her to say that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And then, so why did he he let the fact that he let her stay home for it bothered me too. And then, yeah, that, well, again, power you know, it, but like, neither neither parent plays the role of the parent, so they're gonna run a muck. You gotta say, you, you know, that's fine. Your sit-in's fine. You're going to school though. Yeah. Well, if you want, yeah, a I mean, example, it, it's like the very next line shows how extreme this gets, right? And this is again, if you thought the idea of a, a teacher telling her students to not go to school to support someone else's sit-in over losing her bedroom. Well, yeah, trivial stuff. This is when we find out that at some point, JJ stole a boat and was taking off to go to the Keys. for. Uh, and then the only reason that she stopped was halfway through. She was jonesing for a PB&J and turned herself in. So, like, I start looking this up because now I'm just curious. And um, How far is it to the Keys? It's about 300 miles on a boat. And it would take about 10 hours straight, depending on the size of the boat. So I'm to believe that this little girl who's probably what, maybe eight years old, stole a boat and made it about five hours down the road before she was finally like just hungry and turned herself in to the authorities. To be fair, to be fair, if you are you are riding a boat, it's not like it's driving a car where it's, you know, curves and and stoplights and stuff there's very very rudimentary um uh rules of the sea that you have to follow but you could pretty much just point it and go i mean you're Joe justifying can do a straight, straight line uh, uh, young, it's a straight line child. like 
Yeah, we're it's talking, a straight no, line. But yeah, but you're justifying how you do it, not that this person who's like seven should do but it. But what I'm saying is, is like that hijacking it's so the boat easy. and traveling for hours. If you're the parent, if you're if you're the big show or the mother, and your young child has gone missing from stealing a boat, and she went five hours down on her own. Yeah. No, I agree. Like, I get that. Like this is all to the be big like, show funny, was but... on the road, so it was just the mother, and she was overwhelmed with the other daughter. That's very. That's, that's very possible. I mean, I don't know how we justify something this outlandish, but I assume she's just a big Jimmy Buffett fan. (laughs) How you down to them keys, Margaritaville, baby? But um, I I don't know. It just and then uh, so then we get. There's also two where you see here with the selfie stick. We were trying to figure out what other wrestling reference there was. This is clearly Tyler Breeze, right? Tyler Breeze recently released as of the time of this recording. Yeah, so not to um. Not to make this episode less evergreen, but yes. He's gone with the wind. Topical. Um, and this is when JJ and Lola enter the scene, right? Because it is the end of the school day. And uh, Big Show asks her how her first day went and just asking a really weird question, actually, about the – he asked her if the school has those urinals that go all the way down to the floor. <laughs> and then – oh, yeah, I forgot you're a girl. But I was thinking, like, those are so not – a thing anymore and it's so rare you see those anywhere anymore i can't tell you it's been decades since i've seen not only have i seen one recently it was a very nice thing yeah Yeah, i used one recently too and it is a school it's a school slash handicap thing it doesn't need to be a certain height kids are different sizes so they don't want like also much easier to poop in (laughs) (laughs) the bar the can tab has them and they fill them with water cookies no they they what what the hell's a water what cookie? the fuck is a water cookie <laughs> ice ice in the urinal instead of urinal cakes <laughs> i know oh, that's the, oh, okay yeah that's the that's my favorite part about going to the can tab is peeing on the peeing on the ice why do they do that i don't I know it, why does joe call them water cookies <laughs> i mean <laughs> mm. <laughs> these are good <laughs> why does mine have chocolate chips in it <laughs> Anyways, uh, no, I will. I guess I just didn't. I don't remember seeing one in so. I think the last time I saw one, I was in like Cancun, like ten years ago or something like that. But um, our our kindergarten did have one when we were kids. The I remember the CCD school. had them. That was like the only school I remember that mm-hmm. had one. I don't remember that, but I believe you. Just yeah, so I you guys know, like, um, they use ice and urinals because um. It um it kills the smell of urine because it like pushes the molecules together according to the internet. Oh, interesting. So it's, also, it's a way to dispose of ice. Yeah, I guess like two birds one stone. Ice, or somebody like breaks a glass in the ice bucket or whatever. So it's two birds with one stone. So mm-hmm. yeah, get rid of the if you're at the bar, you get rid of the excess ice, and you don't have to buy uh, urine cakes. What was your Wikipedia there, Gordo? <laughs> <laughs> But at this point, um, it's not poop. I'm I'm an expert <laughs> on poop. Gordo's Gordo's back end, not uh, front end. <laughs> yeah, Ferg, you're the wicked pisser. <laughs> the wicked pisser. And at this you're point, this is when um, Lola explains that it it wasn't a good day, and that in fact there is no girls' hockey team, and that JJ sings in his sleep, as was mentioned earlier. And the thing is, like, so the. Obviously, they made a big deal about the girls' hockey team. It got mentioned multiple times throughout the episode about how excited she was to play for this team. And what? How is it that neither 
the parents or her even looked up to see if this team existed because they're, they're shitty parents. Shit parents. Yeah, they're shitty parents. Also, second yeah, of all, after, bad parenting. after it's established that there is no women's hockey team, he goes and argues with the coach and it's just like what okay just create a, a girls hockey team like what did yeah. you want him to do what was yeah. the desire yeah, you would need to have enough the... girls to play on the team right which right. i mean and that was the valid... argument by by the coach too and you know the tiny coach <laughs> well you know yeah so it's, it's a little further down the road but we can just talk about that now so yeah so you know he does want to resolve this issue because he's trying to make everything great for lola it's obviously been a less than desirable transition for her so he wants to make it up to her and he, and he does try to, to, to make this one thing at least, you know, happen for her, which is her desire to play hockey because it's important to her. So he talks to this coach. He walks in the office. He's, what was he doing? Was he doing curls at the time or something? Yeah, yeah he's, he's doing, doing the old Ron Burgundy. Yeah. yeah, he's a little guy and he, he's, he's bulking up and he's very animated. And But yeah, ultimately the argument was he, he goes, you know, we've talked about this. There's not enough girls in Tampa who want to play hockey for a team. Which I was like, oh, that's a Makes super sense. reasonable reason to not yeah. have a girls hockey team. It wasn't like he was like, no, I don't want girls on the ice. It wasn't like that's that was what it should have been. It should have been, I can't have girls playing with boys. Yep. And right, right. Much but better he, writing. Yeah, but instead it was a completely yeah. logical uh, reason also, why there wasn't a team. So to put it into him up over this. To put him in, to Double put stuff. it into perspective as far as hockey in Florida goes, the Tampa Bay Lightning just won the Stanley Cup for the second year in a row and fucking nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, true. Like, just no yeah. one gives a shit. Did anybody recognize this coach for anything? Because he I, he's super recognized. He was familiar. It was the weirdest credit. I, uh, I it's I weird too because have you ever done that right where you see somebody in a show and either they are. are they are, or the character is so obscure that you don't feel like looking it up on IMDb, like the hockey coach or the coach from the big show show that was on screen for 14 seconds is not going to be worth the trouble to look up. I looked him up because I knew where I knew him from. It is a movie called Christmas in Vermont with Chevy Chase from okay. like two years ago. That I'm was like a lifetime already. <laughs> we watched it last year and it was terrible. Did he play an elf? I don't think so, but I remember him being funny in it because I recognized him. So he must have been like enough of a presence that I was like, oh, I, I like part of my brain remembered him from something. But I'll watch anything with Chevy Chase in it, especially Chris related. And the big show's like response to all this was just being really rude to the coach. But then like the coach starts calling him double stuff, <laughs> which, <laughs> which I did think was funny, which I he did didn't too. take kindly to. And then he just says, like, well, the coach a- kind of signed his own death warrant by, you know, making fun of the giant fighter man. Yeah. And he yeah. said that um he was um he called him just a PE teacher that shops at Baby Gap. And that was his thing after that. <laughs> it made me laugh too. So yeah, so the coach kicks him out, and then he um before he leaves, asked him if we'll hang a photo for him. And I was like, huh? Like, <laughs> get out of my office. Wait, before you leave, can you help me? With-? It was just like I don't know. It was just really weird. The faulty tower callback. Yep. Okay. Mm. <laughs> mm. I do want to. I do want to get in. Uh, just to backtrack, just a tad. Right before that scene, when he was talking to his wife. Um, about the whole situation, whether or not he would or wouldn't talk to the coach. Uh, she was shaving his head because apparently this is like a calming situation while he has her shave his head is when he clears his mind. But they were talking about how like he explained why he was going to do this, why he was going to go and talk to the coach. And the reasoning behind it was like he said, I've always been, he's like a, a FaceTime dad. Now I have to be an in-person dad. And like, which was reasonable. And then the wife had said something about like, 
better than being a butt dial dad. Like when you left that four minute <laughs> message ordering dollar menu items at Wendy's. And I was like, a couple things here. First thing that had nothing to do with your parenting. He butt dialed you. So you just snuck in this weird joke. It made no sense. Had no context to what he was talking about. He spent a lot of dollars that day. <laughs> Right. Well, he could have bought out one of the kids and they played the message back to the mom, though. Right. It would have been established that. Do the little flashback. Like the way the show's formatted, she should have said that. And then there should have been a flashback scene of like the two daughters giggling while he's just sitting in the drive thru and you hear just go, mm, Junior bacon cheeseburger, four piece spicy <laughs> nugget. Like, you know, just do all that. Like that, that would have been the easy way around that then because otherwise it sounds like that has nothing to do with his parenting and she just wanted to bring it up because she thought it was funny. Additionally, it's almost like the writing for this show leaves holes in everything. Right, right. Additionally, Wendy's no longer has a dollar menu, nor does any of these fast food establishments, which is a whole other value that bothers right? me. Yeah, value. Just value menus because yeah. they know if it's a dollar menu, they have to charge a dollar for the item. Does and the McDonald's why... still have a dollar menu? I thought they still no, call they it have a value, value menu menus. with stuff that is a dollar, but some it's things are dollar. not everything. Because really once upon a time, extra 29 cents out of me. <laughs> when we were younger, when we were like, you know, 16, 17 and first starting to drive, we used to all go up to that Wendy's, you know, in Revere. And we would we would raid the dollar menu and get so many items for a dollar each. But because the world has changed and it's stupid now, there's only value menu items. And now a junior bacon cheeseburger that used to cost a dollar when we were younger is now like two and change, which is absurd. And the value is no longer there. And rant. It makes me really feel any better. I'm me. allergic to all of it, so it's even worse for me. That does make me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the evil face. I can't, I can't believe this $2.50 cheeseburger would kill Joe. <laughs> it's the end of me, boys. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> but yeah, so, okay, so go ahead. Oh, so this is, this is when I go back to the house, right? At this point is when they get back home and she's mad that he, he got involved. The coach. Okay, because yeah. this is my one of my biggest things, and maybe this is nitpicking or weird, but we've talked a lot about how this house makes no sense to me and to any of us and how he would have a bigger house and all of this. They're hanging out on this roof deck. It's built as a deck. It has railings. It's on the roof, though. It's not, like, accessible yeah, so... by a door. You still have to safe. climb out a window to get onto it. So it's strictly a deck that should be technically there for aesthetics only, which means yeah, I don't know uh, how, fire like, how well the railing is and the kids just get allowed to walk out of the window to go hang out on Again, the roof. Again, bad what, parents. What happening here? Didn't bad one of them parents. zip line onto made, the though, roof? That's that's the yeah, that was yeah, another that was... like comedic JJ like thing. They have her JJ's zip line. So wacky. <laughs> and that was um how did JJ break her neck? <laughs> yeah, and to set that up, that's um Lolo. Okay, Lolo was just McCall. on the roof I took texting a big fall. <laughs> because I think uh I think with everything going on, Lola obviously is kind of trapped. She doesn't have a room of her own. She she has no hockey team. She's just trying to vent. She can't get alone because she doesn't have a room. So she's hiding up on the roof so she can text her mother again. So they cut to that thing again. Then Mandy comes out and talks about how she's overwhelmed with a sit-in because what happened earlier in the episode that we didn't get into is now children are getting involved and in showing up at the house. And coming and joining in on the sit-in because JJ has used her father's Twitter account to have people start showing up, which right off the bat, the, uh, the big show has two and a half million followers on Twitter. So if she offered her uh, address to the world like that on Twitter, they would have to move immediately. That would be how this episode <clears throat> concludes 
<laughs> is uh, the public security risk of the entire world knowing think my, of that. my home address. We need to now move. But um, <laughs> but this has all become a lot because of all the kids and the attention. And now they need to devise a plan to kind of end all of this. Uh, the only other thing I wanted to mention from right before is when they first get home and they talk about what just happened in the school, there is a, a funny cutaway, but of the coach hanging on the wall because they had hung up, uh, instead of hanging up the picture as requested, the big show decided to hang the coach on the wall and you just see him flaring around and all the it was students super are. predictable too. Yeah. And then as funny, you know, though. telegraphed, you see it both, coming. Yeah. Hang, both hang, daughters hang that heard picture, double stuff. Other than Lola, the other two daughters had heard versions of the story that were exaggerated from the truth because the legend is already starting to proceed itself. So, um, Dad assaulted a teacher. But yeah, I thought the whole thing, I mean, you know, and I want to go back a little bit into what I was talking about with JJ and we said how she ziplined into that scene when she started to talk and it was just very extreme. They were really forcing these wild things upon her and they wanted to make her this bigger character than she needed to be. And um, I think they focused so much on her that they kind of lost track of some other things. They were just constantly looking for funny moments to put in the show instead of like crafting a script that actually was cohesive and made sense. You know what bothered me too is um, what's what's the the oldest one's name? Is it Lola? Lola's yeah. the oldest L- child. Yeah, Lola's child. like, don't help me. I don't want help. Blah blah blah. blah. Like, and then like the mother's like, don't help her. It's like. Shouldn't you you want him to help his daughter out? It's like, well, I think because what we realize is that he's interfering when he doesn't need to. It wasn't like it wasn't helping. She really needed it because she said, "I'll handle it." He didn't give her the opportunity to try. Children to handle can't it. handle anything. That's the thing. Like, well, she's not like yeah. she's not six or seven years old. She's old enough that she might be able to at least attempt to talk to him and see what they can get on, but. I don't know. I understand why he gets involved, but we didn't also see enough to know if if there was a real attempt on her part yet, or if she had the opportunity to defend herself. I was going to say too, I mean, at, at 15, 16, like you, you kind of want your, your children to, to be a little independent at that point. And that's innocent that. enough to go and approach a coach. That's like really innocent enough for you to kind of start to put your wings out there and do that kind of stuff. So yeah, I can see the, I can like, see know. the, you know, but I mean, but in the real world, you would have your in the real athlete. world. <laughs> hey, yo. Um, but in the real world, you would in have the your, real world or not. <laughs> you would have your, your athletic. We're we going back to this part of the show. Cause I would love to just go back into where we just start doing these things. My, my we're point having is an that... analytical conversation about whether or not the big show is a good parent in this situation to beat up the coach okay we've lost the plot a little bit here people no i was just going to say that you would want the big show to go because he's a well-known athlete so you would probably want him he's not to a hockey approach. player doesn't no, matter he's I... still at the top of his he, he's still on as far as professional wrestling goes he was on the major leagues for however long he was 25, 30 years. Right. I think, I think it's more a matter that she just wants to, she wants to do things and accomplish them on her own. I think she knows her father could get her whatever she wants. She just doesn't want that she to, wants be to be her life. Yeah. She wants so to be I, independent. So I understand that. 
but it looks like the sending father... a different type of athlete over there doesn't make sense. Like sending Michael Vick to your lacrosse team isn't going to be like, well, Michael Vick came. No, if you have any notoriety or money, I mean, that could be impressive in a school situation. I mean, yeah, you flex yeah. your celebrity a little bit. It's not even that he's an athlete. He could have been anything. He could have been an actor or whatever. He could have been famous for any number of reasons, but being able to just flex yes, that. Yes, right. The big show could have been an actor. Could have been an actor. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but him hanging the... PE coach on the wall did somehow earn her a hockey tryout, which is what we see next. And, um, and she was right. People aren't really engaging with it. Cause that was the argument that she had had with her father before that she didn't want to really just try out for the men, the boys team because she knew what was going to happen. And this is what we're seeing now in that people aren't engaging with her. They're afraid to check her. They're not passing her the puck. And you know, it's like, why am I even here? And we see Big Show in the stand talking to JJ because apparently JJ never has to go to school as long as she has a reason to sneak out and do whatever she wants. <laughs> and um, the Big Show's like, I need to get involved. Because, you know, the theme of the show is don't get involved. He gets involved anyways. And then you see him charging onto the ice, scaring the, the coach again. And then uh, talks to her and, and he's like, check me into the wall. She's like, what are you talking about? And she's just check me so they can see what you're capable of, which uh, I guess is somewhat sound logic. And she doesn't want to do that. And then kind of does the McFly thing, right? Just like calls her a chicken or something like that. And that was enough to set her off. And then she storms at him, checks him into the boards. And then, you know, it cuts to the whole hockey team and the coach cheering for her because of, you know, the impressive check she just laid out on her seven foot father. He doesn't the check is only impressive, impressive that she way. took down a guy that big. The type of check she goes into him, then she bear hugs him and then she dead weights yeah. him to pull him down which i'm pretty sure would be a penalty in actual hockey right um yes and you can just add it to the list of things wrong with this <laughs> show <laughs> well, yeah. like, i think yeah. it was more a a demonstration of toughness right her ability to even get him on the ground was more what was impressive to every knocked f- man with frail knees over on ice let's see you do it <laughs> oh i could do it and while he's on the ground they also have a little bit of time to bond um for whatever for everything going Ooh. on and there was another weird i can't remember what it was I, I didn't write it down but they gave jj some other weird last line to to close the show on and that kind of again was the thing every time she was in the scene she kind of had to take over the scene she showed up and goes can you do it again for my instagram oh Something right like right that. right yeah she wanted to get slow one mode. in slow motion yeah, yeah, that's what it was, slow mo. Yep. And then, uh, so they're heading back home. You see the mother on the phone, and she's trying to sell somebody on that haunted house, and um, that's not going so well. And, <laughs> I thought that was funny. That was funny. It, it doesn't have it was, ghosts. Yeah, it has a ghost. Why don't you sell it to the Undertaker? A ghost. <laughs> and then, um, as she's getting off the phone from that, that's when the rest of the family shows back up. But uh, the bags are finally here. Nope, wrong bags. So, you know, it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse for Lola for the most part. Everything's just going wrong. Um, that, is, then, I actually think I had a laugh here, though. Like, did it find out the bags went to Paris? Yes. Yeah. He's like, that's a good place for bags. I don't know why yeah. that made me laugh. But <laughs> that, yeah. was, that was kind of funny. And, um, you know, they, you start to see the kids are from upstairs are kind of like leaking into the stairs almost because there's so <clears> many of them. And they're, um, they're all from Orlando, they said. And, um, and I was like, how did all these kids get, you know, Tampa to Orlando is like a little over an hour. Like, how do they get there? Like, did their parents all drive them to, to Tampa yeah, to just sit there? Themselves. 
yeah, they're too young to drive. So how do they all get to Tampa to go to the sit-in? But um, that that Uber? left the yeah, they, that's an expensive Uber. But that left um, it left the opportunity. Well, they've got Orlando for a money. Yeah, well, it, it left the joke for the <laughs> wife to say that. Uh, oh, I hate all Orlando kids. They have that Disney stink on them. <laughs> <laughs> which was like funny because as i said earlier this show has that disney stink on it it feels it like does. a uh, like a disney show but uh um, well, when wwe eventually sells to disney in like what six months or whatever yeah maybe they'll, no uh, they're more likely to sell to season. universal they they have like all over universal studios is wwf stuff well i mean the comcast or nbc deal NBC, right with uh, yeah. peacock yeah i was gonna say they're already in you know in partner with them but yeah, this is again. Uh, this is where Big more... Show has his uh, his big angry quote for the episode too, right? This was when he <laughs> heads upstairs. Young females. Yeah, he heads he upstairs. Yells a bunch of like little girls. <laughs> yeah, because there's it's all and it's all girls, I think, right? There there were no boys present yeah. at the sit-in. I thought there were some. No, there, I don't this is all young girls. I don't remember. It's, I not big, it's not a big important. Him yelling at young girls like, right away. But yeah, this is when we get to this moment where he goes up and he's like. Unless you're, you know, my oh. child or I claim you as a dependent on my taxes, then, you know, you're getting out of here. And then he just gives out a, like an ogress and they all run off and scatter. Yeah, what a, oh, it's the big show. <laughs> Get out of my house now. <laughs> I'm bigger and balder than you. Yeah. But that makes uh, sense. Yeah, that was... bigger and balder than this room. But that was it. I mean, that was uh, that was enough to scare the. I mean, I guess. I mean, if you're like a 14 year old girl and a seven foot gigantic man starts screaming to get out of the house, it's a good time to get out of the house. If they wanted to have JJ have another moment, they should have had him yell at the kids. They all just look at him, no effect, and then have her come in and get out, and then have yeah. them all run. Missed so, opportunity number 75 exactly. of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Because that was when I um, could have just had his uh, his old manager Kevin Sullivan come in as the Prince of Darkness and just yeah. uh, yelled them all in Boston accents. Like, want to get rid of you in Hulkamania? I don't think the mm-hmm. Taskmaster is allowed around children anymore. But, um, <laughs> so um, that was that was uh, the conclusion of that. Now we're gonna cut to nighttime. I can't um, believe there's more of this. Yeah. Say, is this still going? <laughs> oh this my god! This is, this this is, is like the Big song show, that does not end. Big well, Show is, walks into Big Show's puns. <laughs> Big Show walks into what's now Lola's room, but still, you know, decorated the same because they, you know, it was never really thought of. And um, they're just reflecting on this old picture of the two of them from when she was like a little girl. And, you know, he's like the worst Photoshop picture I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like the picture in Seinfeld where George tries to get himself Photoshopped in and the guy doesn't know how to do it. So he just draws a cartoon. Like that's the <laughs> level of picture yeah. we're at with the Big Show of this little girl. And he's he's getting sentimental looking at it, and they're reflecting on the day because they made a big show size snowman. They said, and it took months for it to melt and all this. And apparently, I mean, this was up. I mean, did he live in Minnesota with them? Was that established? I mean, no, maybe no. no I, I think he was writing. probably traveling. And he, I mean, I assume that if you're traveling through the state that your daughter lives in, right. that you would come in and this is like a one night stand scenario. You think that you know? the mom's a ring rat? Like. <laughs> They didn't establish. Uh, all I was with Virgil the night before. Yeah. But um, you know, and then I think uh, at that point he invites her to, to come down to dinner or something with the family, and you know she needs a minute. She wants more time to just stare at this photo because all her stuff isn't there, right? So is her stuff back yet? I think it isn't, right? So she just had that one photo. 
And now uh, you go down to dinner downstairs, which is in the living room, which I thought was, again, just kind of weird. They're all just eating in the living room. There's no table or anything like that. I feel like that's less weird. Yeah, that's normal. I feel like that's more normal. Like, when's the last time you ate at your dining room table? Well, well, I ate with my family in general, though. I mean, it's just like one of those, I don't know, if the whole family's having taco night or whatever it was, like, then the table's available. The, 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 the oh, hero. Right. Right. <laughs> that what was it? The the hero with a euro or yeah, something the euro, like that. It's all Greek to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did appreciate it. I do appreciate a good pun. Oh, what yeah, was, was the pita? Say... What was the pita joke he made? Pun. I don't know, but it was a big miss. I know. I thought they were <laughs> oh, all. Oh no, that one was funny. Yeah, I love those guys. Oh yeah. They also did. What was the thing they did before they ate? Where they were just talking about what was it like? They had to say like what one good thing that happened to them today, yeah, or something it was like basically that. Basically, the Thanksgiving. Let's say what we're thankful for, which yeah. we get really old really fast. <laughs> that was the family dinner thing, right? That's just because they have values, right? Have- yeah. Well, they got big <laughs> values. And, and during the process <laughs> of that, is when, uh, <laughs> that's when uh, we see Lola coming down the stairs and seeing the family all getting along. And and she goes, well, yeah, well, it's time for dinner. <laughs> and this is when we see um, she's texting her mom for the third time in the episode. And now it looks like she's she's going to just stay. She decides she wants to stay and that's going to create what's you know the rest of the season is she's not going to move to belgium with mom she's going to hang out with dad and the rest of the family and, and so learn was it established live. that was always an option that she could have went with her because i i yeah. took that as i i saw on the message like if you're that miserable you can come with me to live with me in belgium and it's like what why would you leave your daughter if, if that was always an option and um, so they mentioned sure- the plane part i think I'm sure it was someone on the daughter. Like, do you want to move with me to Belgium or do you want to move yeah. to Florida with your father? And she may not have wanted I mean, to change countries or. I mean, yeah. imagine, you know, be moving to, she still has to go to schools. Not like yep. she's 18, 19. So I mean, it's imagine going in to Belgium. school in a foreign chocolate. Yeah, schools. but they speak Belgium. No, I believe it's Belgium. Flemish. Gordo. I believe not, uh, they speak Flemish. Well, they speak not Dutch. Belgium. They speak Dutch. German. They don't. They speak Belgian. They, they speak, speak like Dutch. four or five languages there, but I yeah. think the, the German, I think, is Flemish. The, 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 no, Flemish is in waffles. Flemish is not. I'm not going to chime in a, a conversation that I can't give a logical answer for because I, I, I can't. Flemish? Like the rabbit? Flemish. Like, Finnish big, is Finland. It's Dutch it's big, because that, that's that whole Austin Powers thing where like he's be- the mother's a Belgian hooker. And so the official languages in Belgium are Dutch, German, and French. That's, yeah, that's what I just said. I they think. have three. Yeah, three official languages. Huh, it's not Belgium. language, Belgium. Or is Flemish also? A, I've no, never Belgium even heard of like going crazy. It sounds like a, it's, that's it's a break that up. Like that's a, no, that's like one of those you know those really large rabbits. They're yeah, called Flemish rabbits because they come from uh, Flemland. <laughs> yeah, they come from Flemland. Stop <laughs> making Flemland. shit up, both of you. No, no Flemish rabbits. Go look it up. They're from I'm like England, or, like Wales or some shit. Um, yeah, go look it up. Go look oh, up. Flemish. Flemish and Dutch are the same language. Oh, uh, Flemish is oh. a regional term for Dutch. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Do it, Netherlands. Either you freaky right, so, Dutch bastard. All right. So you know, you're right. So yeah, no that one calls, was a... just like you call them fucking you know water cookies. Like no one calls it. Who is Boner? Fucking you use Boner. I'm sure the first. 
time you saw water cookies, you went, wow, look at these bonkers water cookies, guys. Like fucking Bobo fucking urinal case here. <laughs> to be Bojo. fair, they probably have referred to them as Bobo urinal case at one point. <laughs> Who's Bone? <laughs> okay. All right, so that is the conclusion of the episode. Hey, before uh, before we Satan. go any further, I just wanted to ask because we're all, <clears throat> you know, somewhat of wrestling buffs. If you could just pick one other wrestler that would be th- in this show instead of the big show, who would you pick? Michael um, PSAs that I think would fit better, or do just no, just someone just that you desire? just out of preference that I would find entertaining, like the same show that just Stone replaced Cold. the. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing a sit-in. Oh hell no! <laughs> I think I'd have to go yeah. gold dust. I was gonna... But in like full okay. costume the whole Question, time. Can they? Do they? Yeah, are they in character? Because if they get yes, to be in the, gimmick, yeah. Okay, if so they're in, in my gimmick. Head, it's a different in my story. head, they were in character, but I guess they school. don't have to be. Yeah. Uh, Kane, then Kane easily. Um, I can. Oh, well, I mean, like if we're talking about jokes, I see who could who could do it. I mean, yeah. Um, I think Austin could have. I think you, uh, Chris Jericho, could probably do it. Um, As a Chris oh, Jericho fan, I think he might do a worse job. Well, and, again, anybody and, but Edge, who is the worst actor I've ever seen, that's also a wrestler. So you know, Hart? we've we've concluded talking no, about everything that happened in the episode, and we can take a minute to just talk about the show in general. Now that we've talked about everything that happened within the show, but I think, like we said before, for me personally. I think it's a writing issue and a direction issue in like the overall vibe of the show that was created more than it was the big show's fault. No, it's I, not his fault. It's everything else. Everything yeah. else. Yeah, I, I want think, to reiterate. I think the big show has charisma. I don't even think he's that bad of an actor. I think he just put in a bad situation with bad writing and he's just trying to make the best of it. If I could, I would so love I, to see them give him some other shots to do stuff because I do think he's good yeah. on screen and he's fun to watch and I like him. I think the writing for this show needs to be smarter and goofier. If you, if that makes sense to you, it <laughs> can't get goofier. No, no, no. This is goofy in the wrong way, though. You're laughing at and not with because of how goofy it is. But like smart, goofy could be good. I feel like he could be like slapsticky almost, he or just um, ban his wrestling persona. Yeah, I, yeah. Time. I don't know. There's just I think this they could have done a better job. Pre-teens. I mean, that's that's the thing. This show yeah. is written for preteens. It's it's a show that like I kept saying it was like a Disney show. If they put it on Disney, probably would have had better legs than if you put it on Netflix. And you just showed it to a bunch of kids who didn't even know that he was a wrestler, <laughs> but it was part of the story. They would have yeah. just accepted it and went on. But like. The show was focused to be a little bit more about the kids than it was about him. It, it wasn't. Yeah, for the wife's barely in it. Yeah. I mean, there's always going to be a weird thing, right? When you're watching a show that's for not your demographic and for how different things are from when you were that demographic, right? It's like when we watched, uh, not for the show, but individually, the new Save by the Bell reboot, right? Right. You're like, okay, I'm watching this because it's familiar and I know a lot of the people from when I was a kid. But it makes no sense. They're all arguing Soft about what's reboot, that, chats and stuff. Pop. And you're just like, I, this isn't for me. Right. And I think the show. So I think this show just isn't for us, whether or not we're wrestling fans. It's right. Just not and that's our... just a problem with the show is that they wrote a show that was meant for the wrong audience that they were advertising yeah. to. Because it also falls under the, I mean, you ever, we have all these shows that we loved back in the day, right? And then there are a group of them that you go back to watch and you're like, whoa, <laughs> this is not good. 
And this is going to be Perfect one of those strangers. shows for any of the kids who enjoyed it. You know what I mean? They're going to be like, hell, oh, you remember the Big Show show? It's going to be, you know, in a ditch somewhere in a fucking DVD box. <laughs> set that, the and Big Show show? Like, oh, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do not remember that show. <laughs> it's just uh, it might catch a younger kid uh, with a shorter attention span, I guess. You know but... what? I'm going to sh- I want to do an experiment. I'm going to show the show to my son. You know, I want that would be a good experiment. Yeah, I would love to hear what you think. I have him tomorrow. I'm gonna put it off for him. Watch this. Write everything down. No, he he (laughs) loves like wrestles, like the Big Show, like old one, older ones like that. But like, and don't would make me cringe. I won't say a word to him. I was gonna say, don't engage with him. Just monitor his reaction. Yeah, and it was just a show that it just it was made for a young audience and advertised for an older audience because the appealing part to watch the show was that the big shows on it. Yeah. So yeah, a 12 year old girl who would might like the show and relate to the, the daughters and find them funny. Aren't they don't know who the big show is or care enough to watch the show just because he's the star of it. So, I mean, that's where they went wrong. I think if you like, you know, other family sitcoms we've talked about, like we just did everybody loves Raymond like a few weeks ago. When you look at a show like that, I'm not saying put the big show in Ray's role, but a show that's more geared that way, that's more about adults. Like, but a show that's with the adults or the focus and not the kids, then maybe he could have shined better if the and if the writing was a little bit more mature and targeted that way. Like, I think you know, there's a world where he could have succeeded on a show. I don't think it's it rests on his back why this show wasn't good. Yeah, Anything he's, else? He's not a terrible actor, all around. But he's, Everyone he's not, did he's not good either. Poorly here. He's not terrible. You forget too. He spent his career acting, right? Like regardless right. of what you think about wrestling, there is a huge degree of it that is involved, and it's all live too. Yeah, right. And so that's I mean, a big thing with a lot of wrestlers, and, and they've talked about it. Like all these guys, have, I mean, throughout our lives, I mean, we've talked about how many years you've seen the Big Show, but all wrestlers in general, you're watching him go one take only live for yeah. 25 years. And I think that just solidifies how poorly the writing affected the outcome, you know? Yeah. I mean, as it does, I guess, right? So is there a world where, you know, the big show could be redeemed on a different show where something works out, maybe not as the lead, give him like a secondary role? You know, he, and, I just think he, he would any thrive. other sitcoms, like, like guest spots. No, I think I he showed like he up on, on an SNL Sunday once show. when like The Rock hosted or something like that. He had, oh like, yeah, he, he was holding Chris Kattan. Yeah, <laughs> isn't he in? He's in um, Jingle All the Way. He, he was the in, Santa, um, the big Santa. Uh, oh, you know what? He's in MacGruber. I want to say um, he's in Knucklehead. the fucking Waterboy. In, um, he's in Waterboy. Oh yeah, Captain yeah, Insano. Captain Insano. Yeah, Captain Insano. Good call, Gordo. Have any of you guys watched the movie Knucklehead? <laughs> I wish I did it again. It's the same effect. Knucklehead was the movie where he was a a gigantic adult who still lived at the orphanage that he like grew up in, nope, and then I the orphanage was going to yeah. shut down. You don't. So it has really was like WWE Studios movie too, right? Yeah, yeah, one of the early ones, and he was traveling the world trying to make money to save the orphanage. It sounds okay, like anybody has seen the shadow yeah, with say. Triple H. What Big Show is a much better actor than Triple H. That's probably not. Uh, do, I've yeah. seen Blade Trinity. I don't agree. <laughs> Where's my dog? 
it's a great listen, we've seen a lot of we've seen a lot of and not to go into a, a long tangent because this is a pretty long episode but um no we should probably wrap this up yeah, this is we've insane. seen a lot We're of success with wrestlers <laughs> wrestlers acting and i and i would like to see the big show get more opportunity to do something else because he does have a tremendous amount of charisma and i think there are the right be roles a good for him. neighbor on a sitcom the, the goofy yeah. big neighbor yeah uh, like the second. i don't want to see him the star i think he would excel in something that's not pg yeah, yeah well just know, something that's not aimed so low least. like uh for age rather not low like, low for the age demographic if, if they did something that was a little well, bit I mean, more geared for adults to nick's point look at the parallel of actual wrestling right now right wrestling is pg currently and it's experiencing the lowest viewership in yeah 25 years it's really not yeah because it's really not a it's it's geared towards children but it's not a children's show wwe no if you go too much one way you lose part of the audience you go too much the other way you lose the other half it's a it's a lose-lose yeah there's no balance there's no balance and i feel like your real their real target audience like this show should be is like the 16 to 18 Probably younger is what the show is supposed to be. Probably yeah, but this 16. is geared a little bit younger. This is more aiming at like 12 to 14. Um, yeah. But, but you, you can, figure you can do it. probably 16, what, like supposed to be could... like 15 years old or so. And she's supposed to be the cool older sister. So usually you're yeah. younger looking up to her, like watching the show. Yeah. So. I, and I feel like if it was just geared just like a, a hair up, you could get away with m- more mature jokes. Right. Than than they did in this show. But um, you know what? I think we've said our piece with the show. I, I don't think there's gonna be a lot of surprises in the next segment, but for all intent and purpose, like let's just go around, let's do our green light and cancel. I'm gonna go in the order that I see you. Joe, you're starting off this time. The big show show, green light or cancel. This is a cancel. I mean, like we said it a billion times because I feel like we actually all like the big show so much that we're trying to compensate. We're like, it's not your fault, man. (laughs) Really like him. Charismatic, interesting, funny dude. This is just complete garbage though. And this is just, we're over two on Netflix originals. It seems like they can't do sitcoms very well. Time will tell, I guess, but this was painful to watch the second time. It was fun to rip it apart with a bunch of my friends but it was hard to watch a second time. Ferg. Well, this show is canceled. Yeah. What's there to say that hasn't already been said? Um, yeah. It's a no for me. Everything Joe said, I agree with. And uh, yeah, that's it. Nick. Yeah. This show wasn't meant for us. Uh, I'm canceling it. Uh, I don't, I'm not even sure. I guess we'll find out with Ferg, but I'm not even sure it will hit with the people it was meant for, but um, just wasn't good. Bad writing, not great acting, uh, and it's too bad. No go. Gordo. Don't you oh, no. do it. Oh, no. Green light from me. Green light. Oh, come Green on. Light wow. Are you being a contrarian? He is being a no, contrarian. No, I'm not right being now. a contrarian. Yeah. I am not being a contrarian. No, I am bullets not. right now. I need to hear them. The fucking scene in the beginning where he's going, fucking got me. <laughs> um, just, just the fucking. Bleh. You were fired, him, man. I'm, I'm not fired. Uh, as my microphone's falling apart here. Um, no, I thought that. 
I I didn't think this was like this is a campy, goofy like it's not meant to be taken serious and like sliced and parsed like we do. It's just like it literally made me laugh a couple of times. I could watch I could watch this show stoned and giggle through it. I, I just go, don't. So I could just I just want to say you. this. You you canceled the IT crowd because the first scene was like, a, a, um, what's it called? A, the IT SNL crowd skit. lasted long. This didn't. But you, you, said it, that, you said it, it was like a, a, an SNL a sketch. Skit. Well, the beginning of this was like an all that skit, which is the same thing, only way more childish. I, yeah. Sure, right? I also, I would like to. You point were out definitely being a contrarian. Gorda, you canceled the IT crowd because you were mad at somebody who went, Ugh, and you're greenlighting this show because somebody goes, Ugh. yeah, I call <laughs> no, bullshit. No, no, hey, no, no, hey, no, listen, no, everyone, no, no. We're not here. We everyone is entitled to their own vote at the end of the show. Doesn't so, mean we have to. It has to fall. No, we don't on. have to agree. We don't have yeah. to agree. No, no, you don't have to agree with me. I'm just saying that I didn't think it was it wasn't. It wasn't great. It wasn't like, you know, comedy gold, but like it it, it can go a, a season. It can go a, a season for me. Like I can go see number two, number three. Maybe it gets kind of funnier. Oh, it's like, number two. two right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying that it's not it's not as bad as we're we're shitting on it. Like you guys wanted to shit on this since we first suggested it. Like you already had your mind made up. Not Jay, who is very and, excited. And, and let me also show. point this out. Let me also point this out. Joe, you watched the full season. I did. Why would you watch? Why would you waste your time watching a show that you think is dog ass? It was I, a global why you, pandemic. Why would, yeah. why would you watch gl- dog ass? Global pandemic. I had nothing else to do. Oh, oh Gordo, it was a global Gordo, pandemic. I'll say, I'll say this. I watched all of country comfort after we reviewed it and Which, i uh, thought the show was terrible also why would you do that us to, us to see how making up, curiosity us making up our minds about this show not being good is like making up your mind about getting punched in the face is gonna hurt you know what i mean it was so obvious out the gate that this was not gonna be good and it wasn't and i'm very it I can't. I just credibility is in the fucking toilet cookies right now (laughs) because (laughs) I don't understand how you come up with these things. It's insane to me. All right. So part Mm. of what I came up, part of how I come up with this, too, is what I factor in is how long did this show feel? All right. So like part of like when you're trying to suspend disbelief, when you're trying to suspend disbelief, sometimes the show just drags on and on and on. Like with the IT crowd, I kept hitting the screen, seeing how long the sh- I had till the end of the show because it kept dragging on. I didn't do that with this. That wasn't bad. It was just, it was goofy. It was, you know, stupid dad joke humor. Like, I don't see why you can't green light that. I don't so, see why. All right. So let's, let's wrap this. this is a long yeah, Jay, what about you? To go. So, what about you? So on the last vote here, um, you know, I to to peel back the curtain a little bit. I'm the one who recommended that we do this show because um, because we're all wrestling fans and wanted to do some content that was a nod to all of our friends who also enjoy wrestling that would uh, that would work out with this show. I have watched this whole thing in the past before when it debuted. 
Um, despite all that, for all the reasons we talked about, I have to cancel it. Um, and like we went into all of it, so I don't want to drag it on too much longer. The show it was just made really lazy. Um, and it, none of this again is to the discredit of the big show who I really think could really, um, succeed in, in a better position, but this show just, I, I didn't think there was enough thought behind it. I think it was made for a younger audience, uh, than they aimed for, but I don't really think that even that younger audience would enjoy it the same way. Um, so I, I have to, I have to cancel the show. So with that being said, only one out of five of us green light it, which I, I will admit I'm a little surprised that it even got the one as but, you should be, <laughs> but we are all entitled to our opinions. I am sorry, Paul white, but the big show show is getting canceled. As Paul you know, white. I want to see another day. And according to Netflix, it was canceled too. Netflix also decided that the 10 episodes was enough, but uh, that's all we have for today, guys. If you want to watch The Big Show Show, you can still find it on Netflix. There are 10 episodes available. Check it out. Hey, why not? See if you agree or disagree. Hit us up. Let us know how you feel about it. And send also, go to hate mail. To find us, you go to s1e1pod.com. That is the links to all our social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, etc. Also has the links to everywhere we can find us to listen in, like Spotify, Google, Apple, Give us a five-star review, rate, subscribe, do all that stuff. It really means a lot. We can't stress this enough every week. Those things really do matter. Spread the word. Let other people know that we exist and that you want to hear us. Uh, let us know what kind of shows you want us to do. We will keep all that stuff in mind. Guys, thank you for listening to another episode. Good night. Well, the big show.